Welcome to episode 17 of In the Clouds. Uh, and let's just get it out of the way right up top here. I changed the name again. <laughs> I changed the name of the show again. After I would wager to say every single listener that um, thankfully I can still count on one hand <laughs> I think at this point. Every single one of you uh, had various but similar qualms with uh the previous name of this show, Dope Clouds. <laughs> uh, and that's what I get for um, making the decision without uh, checking in with my brain trust or my um, uh, my creative counsel. So yeah, everyone had the same kind of uh, issue. I don't know. I thought, I really did think it sounded cool. Dope is a word that people use nowadays to mean cool or uh, awesome or whatever. <laughs> uh, I explained it before, but so everyone did pick up on the same thing that, uh, there are one, two, three, like concurrent references to marijuana in this, <laughs> in the title, <laughs> uh, which is, I, you know, it, it, it coincided with, I don't know, as I was, you know, when you, you first make a decision, um, to like make a change or like if you're if for some reason you have a show of your own or like a program or something you do uh, with a name or like you come up with a name for something there's a period when you first come up with a name where you're like convincing yourself uh, that it's cool and like you're only thinking of the positive sounding elements of it you know and that's when uh, other people giving feedback is a very important part of the process but so I was really in the like Oh, you know, it's like it's two syllables and like, you know, it kind of looks cool in big, bold letters or whatever. But I don't know, man, hearing it said out loud by people in my life and like people saying it to me. I don't know. I quickly began to realize. (laughs) I don't know, man. So here we are. Um, And then I didn't know what to change it to. Really? I knew I wanted to stick with clouds um, as kind of the, the center of it. I don't know. It just seemed like um, it's still, you know, the beauty in the world and like kind of stuff like that still kind of resonates around that word and those images. I don't know. It's all silly. Like, you know, who cares? But um, so I I originally didn't want to do In the Clouds because there's another podcast called In the Clouds that you can find on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever. (laughs) Um and it seems fine, you know, they have a nice little logo, and it's funny, they started just about when I did, they're, they're like 15 episodes in, they started early 2018, um, I don't know, I don't think it'll be that much of a problem, um, there's so many podcasts out there, and the names are bound to overlap, and you know, if it ever becomes a thing where I need to, need to change it again, I'll change it again, it's not that big of a deal, honestly, I really did like how at this moment, it's still that people are listening to this and I'm very thankful that you are, but it really still is a thing. Like I'm basically doing the show for nobody, you know, 
uh, which is great. I can, I can just continue to fail <laughs> and make changes, adjust, you know, improve. Um, the only thing is like the, the slightly embarrassing back catalog, uh, which I don't know. I, it, sometimes I think about like deleting old episodes or editing old episodes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's going to be like a three episode stint where he started calling it dope clouds for some reason. <laughs> oh, it's so funny, man. It was like hearing my mom tell her friends about, yeah, he's doing this great new podcast. It's uh, it's all, it's called dope. Clouds. <laughs> Just hearing someone like adult and mature and like, uh, you know, reads books and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Just, you know, millennials might have co-opted the word to be a thing we say or something. But, you know, in terms of uh, outer reaches of different demographics of marketability or what have you, uh, yeah, I think in the cloud sounds a little bit better. Plus, it's kind of, I, I'm still trying to kind of catch the vibe of what we're doing here, which is great. We're, what, 20 episodes in and I still don't really know. But um, we're getting closer because I think it's kind of like, you know, this is a very free-flowing, random show. The only consistent um, element is me and my interests and my personality. And kind of the like when you listen to the show, you're kind of joining me wherever the heck I am, you know. Uh, so maybe it's like you join me in the clouds, you know. I- I'm up in the clouds. I'm hanging out. Just, you know, come, come hang out with, with me for an hour, you know. <laughs> Whatever. It's all silly. But... I do, you know, as I was Googling other cloud names, I really do have this thing I want to talk about. Like, there has been a a very strange co-opting of clouds in culture. Uh, the name or the, the, the term, the concept, like, there is this thing where, first of all, with the word dope, I mean, I don't think anyone's referred to marijuana as dope for, like, 25 years, but... I guess when things are in culture, they kind of stick like that, you know, they're like the history of a word maintains, you know, over, over time. So I understand that, but clouds, dude, I am not about to let these gorgeous things that are very, uh, constant element in all of our lives. I'm not about to let that be taken over by some dudes smoking pot being like, Oh, I'm blowing clouds. Like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, oh, dude, the clouds, man. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not about to let that happen. The clouds are so much more important than your stupid, you know, and whatever. You know, I, I, no hate or whatever, no, um, no disrespect or whatever. But, dude, I'm not about. <laughs> the other thing I found is there's this podcast that's been going for a while. I'm sure it's a great show, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's called the culture of clouds and I need to look up, I need to look it up just so I can read this to you word for word. Cause it made me laugh a lot. Uh, <laughs> so it's a show about, uh, vaping. So strap in, right? Um, just the description that they offer here. Oh my gosh. I hadn't <laughs> again, guys, I love your show. I'm sure it's great. I haven't listened to it. Uh, much respect, you know? But um, so here in the description, collectively, Ruby Roo and Grim Green have been vaping for over 10 years. 
No, first of all, hasn't vaping only even existed? I guess it just became cool and um, trendy for the last couple of years. But some OG vapers we have here. Um, both love being actively involved in the vape community and have both shared a passion for vaping tobacco harm reduction. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, because, you know, you got to remember that vaping, every vapor uh, takes away a smoker, which is a very positive thing. Even if we do have no concept, I don't care what article you think you read, none of us have any idea how healthy vaping is and what those chemicals are doing to you. <laughs> on any given day i'm pretty sure like the the data is not there yet uh but it is there there is less smoking that's that's all i'm you know i'm very much cool so um so that's the culture of clouds podcast represents life vaping and french <laughs> 85 episodes dude I, you know what go for it man um as i was reading that i realized that it's actually not bad but again, clouds being associated, just because it kind of looks like a cloud when you blow your stupid smoke out of your mouth, I'm not about to let clouds be, you know. So I'm, I, we got we to take back the word, you know. <laughs> just restore the, um, the purity of it, you know. Like, they're the fluffy white things in the sky, you know. You look out the window of the airplane and you see a shape that you can't even conceive of. It's so gorgeous. You couldn't describe it to the person sitting next to you. You have to be like, look at this, you know, see it with your own eyes. It, they're just, you know, and they're just such proof of the beauty and the perfection and the gorgeousness of the world, you know. Um, so, yeah, let's 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 jump into the clouds. Right. I think I think we're going to be good with this name for a little bit until I get a cease and desist letter from that other podcast. <laughs> And like episode 22, I'm like, all right, guys, uh, really cool clouds <laughs> with Robin Cobb. <laughs> oh, it's so funny, dude. Uh, but yeah, welcome. So I've been gone for a week. We missed an upload uh, last week. Um, I've been so busy, man. Um, I, I was just talking with my mom and she said this thing happened on Monday or whatever. And I was like, you mean like five days ago? And it, it it's felt like the longest stretch of time. Um, but also things have been going so quickly and just flashes. And like I had a memory of a, a conversation I had with somebody, but I could not for the life of me remember who I was talking with um, for that conversation. Like I've been talking with people. I've been meeting new people. So um, first of all, what I was doing at the exact time when I usually record last week, um, a super cool thing. My friend is a um, film producer and very, very kindly um, arranged for me to be an extra on a movie she was producing, which was just the coolest thing in the world. Um, it's like a real movie with real stars and stuff. And when it comes out, when you know they, they, have, a, they have a title and they're starting to promote it, you better believe I'm going to be promoting it on here and reminding you guys you got to see this movie that's actually going to be really good, I think. A lot of great people working on it. Um, but it was really fun. Uh, I haven't acted since what? Like high school? Maybe middle school? You know? <laughs> like for real. But this was, this was real. Um, 
I mean, it's not like it was a big acting um, test or, uh, you know, a real hard thing to do, but it was a real platform, you know, like people around me were very much acting <laughs> and I was trying, you know, but like there, there's no lines to read as an extra, you know, you're just like, you're trying to have a vibe. Um, and the very first take, it was funny because I, I didn't know anything. No one's ever told me anything, you know? So I was pretending the, we were supposed to be pretending to talk just in the background of a party or whatever. And I was like actually saying words out loud and stuff like quietly because the set was quiet. But <laughs> I was like making noise. Maybe I was whispering. I don't know. But afterwards I was like, wait, am I not supposed to be saying things? And the person I was with was like, yeah, you're supposed to mouth the words. And like you can whisper very quietly, but just like don't interfere with the sound because why would they want to record whatever nonsense you're saying? Like, you know, it's interesting. Just um, and that's the stuff that kind of fascinated me. Like it always has, you know, as a movie obsessive, um, and ho would hope to be in that industry, you know, as a professional or whatever one day, um, just seeing how every little element is put together, what they all contribute to, how they all have to be, you know, put together and just observing, you know, it was, it was just a, such a thrill for me just to like just to be there it was, uh, honestly I was honored to be there um, someone I knew uh, just a, an alumni from my college who now worked in entertainment um, she said she kind of cut her teeth and like learned everything she kind of knew just on like you know on an instinctual level just by being an extra and listening straight up you know and you can listen to what the gaffer is saying or whatever or like you know you pick up terms and you pick up rhythms and how things kind of operate um and they're such professionals dude like it's just a real thing like it's uh, it's really there's nothing i love more than watching professionals uh be professional <laughs> you know like it's just continually exciting and just fun like you know, there's a there's a a new like a brand new type of like new subgenre of YouTube video that's been like exploding recently. You might have seen them. They um it's always uh a white room. They've been put out by uh Wired, Vanity Fair, um the YouTube channels for those publications. But it's always a white room uh and an expert uh in something just talking to you, explaining their craft, answering questions about their craft, but it's straight up like it's been a really cool thing. They've gotten pretty popular and they've been putting them out pretty regularly. It's like a no frills, you know, minimal editing, you know, it's just a, a person talking to you about their talent. Like I've seen, um, there's a professional DJ, um, a cook, uh, astrophysicist or whatever, astronaut, definitely that, that one astronaut that loves doing stuff like that. <laughs> I forget <laughs> Like, there's so many videos of him. Like, he'll do any interview, you know? Um, what's his name? Hold on one second. I bet if you type astronaut, he comes up, like, just below um, Neil Armstrong. Chris Hadfield, yeah. I think he did one. Um, there's also a bunch of just uh, filmmakers doing videos where they just talk to you, um, explaining their thing. But what I really like about the, 
them existing is how uh, appealing they are to audiences and how drawn they are. And you'll see comments underneath, like, sometimes they're really long. You know, there's one, uh, one of the best things they ever did was this guy who coaches actors uh, to have different dialects. Like, if you have to have an Irish accent for a movie, uh, you go to this guy who'll, like, break down however you want to learn it, you know. Um, and it's just, he's so interesting and you can see the passion that they all have and just this wealth of knowledge that they just, you know, pick from and express. It's, you know, really engaging stuff, honestly. But, um, what's the coolest thing is the comments. You you see people that are like, I could listen to this guy talk for two hours or whatever, or, you know, this was the, this is the best video I've seen all week or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, it's really cool. Like, you know, it's easy to look at the millions of people watching Jake Paul videos or what have you, whatever trash you might <laughs> find on YouTube. And like people are there watching them and commenting on them. It's like, who, who exactly are you and what are we going to do about you? <laughs> like you kind of pose a problem <laughs> by... <laughs> By proving to me that you think this is good, like, you know, it, it, it's an issue. But there's people, you know, cool stuff. Oh, cooking videos, people being experts at cooking. You know, there's so many people that watch and love those videos, which is just, is hope, you know, is a harbinger of good, you know, for our future. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, it's great to see people be experts at something, yeah. Um, just fascinating, so fun. But so, I. Uh, I was an extra and uh, you know in between scenes when you're not being used of course you're used far less than the the principal actors um, they have you in uh, extras holding which I'm sure I've been told on various sets um, can be you know a dark room or whatever you know it's like a back room in like the the back or like a tent or something but we were filming in like this cute little side street in New York like a suburban kind of like out of the city type area um and they just had this woman down the street uh agreed and was paid to uh to house the actors for for the week uh, or the extras really uh just when they weren't being used but it was so nice like you you don't have any expectations of you know knowing anybody or you could just be sitting there by yourself for hours and there's no one you know there's no reason why it would be fun to be waiting I guess but this woman was so sweet she had this you know classic like you know uh older lady you know house like very knick-knacked out you know <laughs> lots of stuff on the walls and like very decorated and arranged you know um she had an adorable dog uh she was very sweet just very you know made you feel at home which is such a cliche but you know it was, it was just a fun time and um all the other actors are just it it's such a funny hodgepodge of people like who is going to be free uh at 10 a.m on a monday on school on a work day you know to just go stand in the background of a party holding a fake uh cup of soda or whatever you know so it was like a retired cop who was so sweet um a girl who two weeks ago had graduated from acting school for, um, you know, dramatic arts college or whatever. 
it was like her first job or whatever, which is so fun. Um, and then it's like a couple of people that are basically career extras. Like th- this was not their first rodeo. They were pros. They'd been in the background of, you know, John Wick or whatever thing you could think of, you know, just the most random projects, but th- they're there in the background. You can rewind and pause and find them, you know? Um, but it was really fun. We got, you know, it's just a hodgepodge of people, but we, we talked for hours because, you know, we were together and made some real friendships, you know, some connections. It was just fun. So it was a very exciting way to spend a few days, you know, and really emboldened me, uh, to be so, to continue my overflowing interest in movies and, um, I guess acting now, that was kind of fun, you know? Uh, it wasn't hard, which was interesting. Like, it was weird there being a camera there, you know? But honestly, like, once it started, I was like, oh, okay, this is what I'm doing. It's not, again, I didn't have any lines. I'm just, you know, trying to evoke a vibe or whatever. And who knows how well I did, but uh, it was fun, you know? Uh, so that was what I was doing that whole time. Um, oh, I got paid. <laughs> just the travel stipend, you know, cause it was kind of out of the way. So for people to get there, pay for an Uber or whatever, but I can now say, add it to my list. I have worked as a professional actor, technically professional background actor, I guess, but Oh, it's so fun. So yeah, I have that money saved somewhere. <laughs> you know, I'm going to frame it like, uh, like, a the guy who opened the pizza shop, his first dollar, you know, yeah, I forget where I was or what I was even doing. <laughs> it was sometime this week uh, or last week. Uh, I talk about people in New York uh, occasionally, just people I see in my travels, you know, on here. But this this was an interesting uh, thing. Like, I got on the subway, um, and immediately you can tell that there's there's a dude, you know, like, there's a guy who's probably has some kind of homeless situation going on, but he's like uh, interacting with people. He's reaching out to people, which is of course fine. Um, he's like loudly yelling at people, like "Hey, you know," uh, and like laughing loudly. Like it's you know the kind of thing where he's like he's making a lot of noise, but no one is replying. You know, because <laughs> New Yorkers are trained to just like straight up not do not engage, good or bad. You know, it's just like keep reading your paper dude because you know um but like two young kids got on on there with a guitar um and he was like play me something and then or something like that you play guitar like i'll sing a song if you play and they're like no man i'm sorry you know clearly kids that had grown up in new york because not their first rodeo either like you know polite in the in the uh conversation pretty quickly um, he was like, can I see it? Or something like that. He wanted to hold the, can I play it? Or whatever. He's like, uh, and the kid was like, no, nah, that's my baby, man. You know, sorry. I love this guitar or something like that. Very polite and kind. But, um, you could tell the dude was kind of just trying to reach out and like, I don't know, start something or whatever. Um, and he like had his like basket and like, you know, whatever. So there was a big muscly dude. Uh, just listening to his iPod or something. Did I just say iPod? <laughs> Dude, remember iPods? I saw, <laughs> I saw 
a sign of like some electronic store. There's a million of them. It was like we service uh, iPhone, uh, Android, iPod, <laughs> Mac, or whatever. It's like they iPod still exists. You know, you gotta get them for your kid before you get them an iPhone because <laughs> they want to play the little games, but they can't have a phone yet. It's basically all they're for, though, right? Like everyone has a phone. If you have an Android phone, your music is going to be on there. You're not going to get an iPod. So the iPod is straight up just for the kids, I think. Or, you know, whatever random market. But isn't that funny? The iPod used to be everything. Everyone had an iPod. Everyone. And they straight up just moved the entire music experience. Oh, streaming also killed that whole thing too. But um, moved the entire music experience onto the phone, which is funny. Uh, so yeah, I hadn't, sorry, I don't know why I said iPod, but listening to, he had headphones in, this guy. Um, minding his own business, can we just say. Looking at his phone quietly, minding his own business. Big, muscly dude. But he's standing right next to the, the guy. And I think that the, the muscly dude coughed straight up. I think he coughed into his elbow, you know, like you're supposed to do or something like that. And the dude like took that as an opportunity i guess to you know he obviously not in his right mind obviously just not not a good situation going on you know um like to to really start talking at this guy like you can cover your mouth or whatever but like just trying all all i all i can say is he's trying to pick a fight basically (laughs) or something you know I, i don't know but really would not leave this guy alone and the guy said i'm sorry or something like that like for not covering his mouth but i thought he did or i don't know um the guy kept going after him you know verbally and he started saying some mean things i couldn't quite make it out um but like just insulting him and just trying to provoke but i don't you know he's smaller than him and it's just like a sad man on a bench, you know. Like, what are you trying to do? Just, you know, not in his right mind, sad. Kept trying to provoke. But it, it escalated, dude. And it was kind of, it was the first time it had ever been, like, weirdly tense um, in a subway car like that. But it was so sad. Like, th- this guy, the muscly guy is, like, a clearly a good person, you know, <laughs> because he was, like, uh, the guy would say one insult and he would just like be like, and like, just like try to look down at his phone more intently, like trying to phase him out. But he like wouldn't walk away, which is interesting. Um, uh, but then at one point, like it just become too much. It was like four, four insults in a row just from, for no reason. I can't express how unprovoked and how stupid and mean and kind of, well, just not in a good place, blah, blah, blah this little man was but uh the the big guy finally burst out like i covered my mouth dude (laughs) and and like and then the guys the the guy said i don't care (laughs) which is like that is not destroys your entire argument so that means you objectively are just picking a fight which is terrible um and and you know the posturing people do it's just the worst thing in the world so cringy like the the guy was wearing sunglasses uh on the subway inexplicably because he's an idiot and he was like don't make me take my glasses off 
<laughs> something about like you don't want to see my real eyes or <laughs> like I love laughing at dumb sad people like that you know they're just like you know once you cross over into like being actively mean and um hurtful and like just like you you've lost all your benefit of the doubt points that I will point and laugh at you as this muscly guy knocks you to the freaking ground you know sad little man but um so like, i covered my mouth like they, so they were about to but then the, you never thought for a second the muscly guy was gonna actually engage because he's just above that he's stronger he's smarter you know he's uh just better basically like he he moved towards him and everyone was like because at, at this point everybody's watching in the entire subway like a crowded subway on like a weekend night on the a train like very crowded you know um and then so he makes a move and everybody's like oh but he's actually just walking to the door because the um the train had just arrived at a new stop and he was going to get off the train you know uh and he just got up and walked away without even saying anything else um and all of us at the same time when he when when he made the move it felt like a really funny like um group experience thing which you gotta love those whenever you have them in the city you know or anywhere just like everyone looks up from whatever bs they were doing reading a book or whatever and like is like experiencing the same thing you know and we were like oh (laughs) and then he got out well once once it like escalated and the guy was being so awful like there's a time in every subway rider's life when you make a decision that i'm gonna get off this subway car at the next stop (laughs) just like whenever the whatever person or whatever thing is happening just gets a little bit too uncomfortable or if you're just not in the mood for some bs like that you know for once just like i'm just gonna get on the next train you know but we all a bunch of us cleared out of that train and we all got on we followed the muscly guy he just got on the next car you know and uh we all just basically changed cars you know uh, it was so sad and sweet, weirdly. Like, I felt so bad for the guy because, you know, unprovoked, just a guy minding his own business. There's nothing to feel bad about, but, you know, the dude just was a jerk to him. And um, and I, I I was in the car with him, and I think I as I passed him, I said, I'm sorry, man, or something like that. And, you know, but then you just, then he's just on his own, uh, just listening to his music or whatever, but you could kind of tell he was trying to calm himself down. Cause it's, that's so, um, that really, really, um, revs you up, you know, like I get revved up just like when a hint of something like that would ever happen. Um, or thinking about it, you know, just like what would happen if, you know, I actually said something to the, you know, or whatever. Uh, but this poor guy, you know, but he was the bigger man, the better man. We left that sad little man with his cart of dirty blankets, you know. Um, but then what was so funny is, like, I was, I experienced that, and I was like, oh, this is, you know, you could say, like, oh, this is a New York moment or whatever, you know. Then we all moved to the second car, and the first thing I noticed is, like, these, like, skinniest little New York hipsters, <laughs> you know. Just like talking about, I think they were, they were literally like these little academic, you know, talking animatedly 
and quietly like there a lot of gestures and i heard like they were saying like yeah we're the first dark sky initiative city you know <laughs> like every night at 9 p.m all the street lights turn out because you know you gotta be able to see the stars you know <laughs> like, you know like, and like they read some article in the atlantic or whatever you know like people like that and they're so sweet and like you know oh what did you think about that oh you know uh, this new ramen shop that just opened on 57th or whatever <laughs> and like inches away like feet away you know they are also new yorkers and they're also what new york is you know it's just such there's so much going on you know um which is just so funny like it's just it's so infinite you know it's not just one thing um and they were talking about um biking in the in the mountains i think <laughs> and uh and he said um i i my ears perked up right when i heard him say agave's no joke man <laughs> agave is no joke but i think he was talking about agave plants that are like spiky you know so like if you fall on one that's that's no joke but of course my first instinct was like you know agave based shampoo that you buy for $35 in, in Bedford, Brooklyn, you know, agave is no joke, man. I think he was wearing Tom's, <laughs> you know, you know, that kind of, per who's still wearing Tom's in 2018, a hipster. That's who really cool hipster, you know, but so, yeah, I don't know why I thought that was worth sharing, but you know, it's just interesting. I covered my mouth, dude. And it was, like, big, burly, like, I covered my mouth, dude. Like, kind of Italian, you know? I just wanted to be like, yeah, of course. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, see, leave him alone. Oh, man, I felt so bad. But, you know, that's the man right there. That's that's uh, that's being a real man. Doing exactly what he did. All right. At the halfway mark. <laughs> We made it. I love every episode. We make it to the halfway mark. And sometimes, like, for some reason, there's always, like, a a stop right at halfway when I, like, like I finish whatever I was talking about. And I, I look up, and it's, like, been exactly 30 minutes, you know? And then I desperately scroll through my list of notes. <laughs> this is funny because if I don't do the work and, like, organize my notes, because I just, like, whenever I think of something during the week, I just write it down. And um, I have, like, two weeks full of just, like, random junk that I've thrown in here. Like, <laughs> just no context. This is one of my favorite things is um, Mark Maron used to do a bit on stage about this where he would, like, you know, comics are thinking of jokes all day in the middle of the night. You know, they just have to get them on paper so they don't forget them, you know. So he'll, like, pull out this, like, scrawled sticky notes and, like, just little bits of napkin and stuff that, like, Anywhere he could, and I guess it's different now with phones, but, um, you know, he still writes analog, I guess. But uh, he would just, like, he would read out whatever he wrote down, on like, at some coffee shop when he had some, at the moment, it feels like brilliant idea. And, like, right now it just sounds like insane, non-sequitous craziness, you know? <laughs> so I kind of have that thing going on right now. But I just remember, that night in... Uh, Dude, how squeaky is my table today? Like, oh, it's not doing it now. It's so squeaky. I was thinking about getting a new... See, right there. <laughs> hear that junk? That is unacceptable, dude. I'm trying to make a professional operation here. 
and I'm trying to lean my elbows on something while I do it. Um, I'm thinking like we're gonna upgrade some stuff around here. I'm thinking about getting a new mic set up because I need um, I need two microphones in in person. You know, I've been doing a lot of recording over Skype and just solo stuff. But I need I need two microphones and a mixer and like all this stuff. So it's gonna be fun. Uh, it might you might hear some higher production value very soon. But uh, I was also thinking about getting a new table only because of the squeaking thing, <laughs> which has been a consistent. I mean, you know. It's a in the clouds calling card at this point, um, but I love I love whenever I'm listening to a show and I can literally from episode to episode I hear the uh, production value increase, like you stop hearing planes in the background. If you can hear that, um, but it's usually it usually coincides with some kind of success they've found or you know more Patreon backers or whatever. You know, which we're not uh, quite there yet. <laughs> we still got a lot of ground to make up, you know. Um, or they find a new studio or something. It's always fun. But so I was going to think about getting a table, but I noticed, this isn't even interesting, but the space in which I had my whole desk set up, from the door, I'm like the way the door is situated on my wall to the edge of the wall, it's a perfect, like the table fits there so perfectly uh, that I would struggle to find a table that would fit there more perfectly without, like, you know, making a cut somewhere or something, you know. So, I, you know what, man? I think I'm stuck with this table. <laughs> I'll try to squeak less, though. It's very squeaky today. I, I don't like that, but... Um, oh, yeah, so I'm looking at my list of notes, and it's just the most random... So that night in uh, New York... When I was when I noticed the the almost fight and the agave people, like I just kept noticing people around. Uh, I guess everyone comes out on a Friday or Saturday night. I guess and like just there's so much energy and just like people. I don't know. It was fun. There, there's always there's always something to notice. You know, you gotta yeah. So I wrote down this is word for word what I wrote down: three Jewish guys telling Jewish puns to each other and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly what it was. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because interesting thing that I don't think is, you know, mentioned a lot in New York these days. Or like from from the outside world. There's so many homies wearing yarmulkes in this town. It's amazing. I've never seen so many yarmulkes in my life. In my life. And I've grown, grown up with Jewish friends and stuff and, you know... I've gone to bar mitzvahs and stuff. I've worn the yarmulke at the bar mitzvah. Uh, but I've never seen so many yarmulkes, dude. And it's great, like, every day. But sometimes you see a few of them and they're like, you know when someone's wearing, like, uncool clothing and you're like, oh, you're going to the place that has a dress code and you have to wear that junk. And you, you have to tuck it in even though it looks better untucked, you know? <laughs> like, you're going to temple. <laughs> but, dude, there's three Jewish guys. And you know, like, they're just so Jewish. <laughs> but um, telling Jewish puns to each other, that's the funny part, because uh, this is so random, but there's a video of um, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. You know, they do those characters, um, the, the old men characters for their Oh Hello show. That's on Broadway. You can watch it on Netflix. Um, they had Seth Rogen on, 
and he was talking about how I never knew this, but in Jewish culture or whatever, it's a very, it's a very real thing to take basically to make Jewish puns. Like, you know, he was talking about, he went to Jewish camp or something and, um, they did like, they would do plays that were, I'm just telling you, I'm just describing a YouTube video to you, but whatever they would do plays of, um, and change the name to like a Jewish thing. Like, like little shop of hummus. <laughs> so I, I don't know if this is interesting at all, but it was just funny seeing that happen in real life. <laughs> it was just very funny. And they were just so happy. Just making Jewish puns of each other. So I wrote that down. I thought that would be worthwhile to share on the show. <laughs> I guess it was. We got a couple minutes out of it. Um, but yeah, I know I say this a lot. Uh, and you know, I don't even, I don't care about saying things a lot. You know, that is such a funny quote out of context. (laughs) (laughs) That's an in the clouds, out of context quote right there. Um, I don't care about saying things a lot. I don't care that I repeat myself constantly. I don't care that I very much inconvenience my listeners (laughs) by saying the same thing over and over again. But um, there's the thing, like, I I love cliches because... um, Cliches are only cliche because they've been repeated enough to be for people to consider them repeated too often. But they're repeated so much because they're true, straight up. Cliches are true, or they're just like really funny or whatever. But like you know, so I I love like I I I've been like just I've I've been noticing I've I've been living for a while now, not really, but you know. I've been doing a, doing the same thing, kind of been in the same positive mind zone for a while. And what is so exciting to me is that it doesn't get old, you know? Laughing does not get old. You don't get bored of laughing. You don't get tired of being nice, honestly. You don't get tired of being positive, I think, you know? So I'll, like, I'll like have the same type of thought over and over again, like, oh, it's such a nice day or whatever, you know? that's a pretty cloud, you know, stuff like that. Um, and I really, I, I know I've mentioned on the show maybe 10 times that I love like seeing the energy, uh, and just the people in New York on like a beautiful, nice weather type of day. Like it was, um, I was so tired one day, like it was at the end of like a long week or whatever. And I had to do another thing. Like I was meeting somebody, you know, uh, but I went downtown which I don't often often do. I'm always like way up in the, you know, or way down. But like this is an area I haven't been in in a while, like classic New York area. And it was so, it was like a beautiful day. It was just like a nice, like clear temperature, you know, just like a, a, a nice 64, <laughs> you know. Um, and it was just honestly so beautiful. Like it was like a Thursday evening. It, it felt like quiet and calm, you know. Like, there was a lot of people and, like, energy around, but it was, like, not, not like, that bustling um, and, like, loud and no cars honking and just people walking leisurely. Work is over for the day, you know. And I just felt, like, so, you know, I was just on a little sleep or whatever, you know, but I felt just this jolt of energy in me, you know. I, it, it just was so... Um, energizing I guess and um just felt feels great like I I was just bright 
and positive, you know? Like, I always wonder, there are people that are, like, such, they have such a chemistry that they're just, like, freaks of productivity, you know? There's a guy I mentioned on here before, Casey Neistat, who does these uh, videos every single day that are, like, pieces of art, you know? Um, and I always wonder how he freaking does it, you know? Because there's, you know, there's being productive and then there's being, like, inhumanly productive or just you know getting up on day 300 and doing it again you know that's like a kind of a thing i want to tap into as soon as possible because that seems <laughs> it seems helpful it seems kind of fun you know but just just i i get tired people get tired you know but i think part of what it is is he lives in the same city he he lives in that area and i really think this city can give you energy straight up you know it, it just there's something about it you know it like you know people talk about something bigger than yourself that they um how that's like an important thing or like I don't know, they draw some kind of inspiration from that I really think or you know just the just the beauty of something like the confluence of the city and the people and how everything works the train there's people in every job and there's people walking around and I don't know, I'm not describing it well, but uh, it just gives you energy, you know, so it's fun. Uh, I hope I described that at least partially well at all. <laughs> we'll see. One thing I was thinking about, um, I want the show to have a little bit more structure to it. I know that sounds insane after what I just did for 45 minutes. But I was thinking, like, it doesn't have to be so complicated. I just straight up, I think, like, every week I want to maybe share something that I think is really cool with you. Just, like, the awesome thing of the week or whatever. Um, and see where that takes us, you know. Because I'm always trying to, you know, share the good stuff with you, I guess. There are things I think are cool. Um, and it could be anything. Uh, I think the, the cool thing about that is I can literally never run out of cool things talk about <laughs> but um so literally just the thing that uh i'm listening to right now john mayer <laughs> uh one of our straight up one of our greatest living artists um one of our greatest talents um but it is such a multifaceted type thing oh, okay first of all his new song is called new light it's amazing it's definitely going to be I'm hoping, I'm predicting, song of the summer, pop song of the summer. Just just a beautiful, perfectly constructed, not too complex, but there's so much gorgeous musicality going on. You know, um, you can tell that, for, I mean, he's, he's I the squeaky desk is going to be the end of me, dude. Why is it squeaking so much? Um, <laughs> he is unique because... Um, he's such just a a savant genius of like music theory and uh, you know music writing. He's an expert. You know he's been around the block. He's hopped genres four times to the point where his style is his own genre. You know it's like this mix of things. He can do anything. You know, and like you hear little lines on this song, uh, just little dips 
of um, the melody, just in little, you know, random places like the the end of the pre-chorus or whatever, where anyone else would just kind of like fade into the the tone of whatever the song was, you know. He just has these little trills on them where he like he moves up and he like goes down a, a fifth or whatever. I actually don't know the terminology, but they're these little um, they add so much color and depth to the song that they're not technically necessary. If you're going to make a pop song, it would still, I think, be really successful if he just played it by the numbers. But he has so much musical theory and just he has so much music pouring out of him that he can't help but just like make these things so um, brilliant, honestly. Um, and it's the kind of thing like anyone else, the, these little melodies that he just tosses in that are throwaways, that melody, that right there, anyone else would like try and take a pop song and like make a pop song out of that little hit, you know, and make that the thing that's repeated five or six times, you know. But um, it's just so smooth and his guitar is so just, you know, right in the pocket dude just like just a great great artist but the interesting thing about john mayer uh in the past year or so is he's become he's joined instagram he was always a prolific tweeter but he's been on instagram he's been doing instagram lives and what's really funny is he's become a bit of a a meme lord (laughs) he's gotten really into internet culture and like uh memes and just jokes and stuff you know uh which is funny because if someone like that would choose to kind of join that culture, it's almost like a, a tacit um, uh, approval or like stamp of approval, I guess, or proof that it's like something worth doing. Like the, a lot of great work is being done. This sounds absurd, but I will die on this hill. A lot of great art is being done in internet jokes, internet memes, culture, you know some really some of our best humor right now dude so just the funniest thing in the things in the world um uh and just i I really love how the culture is kind of shaped like that's a whole nother podcast is talking about memes and how everything is kind of moved but he he's joined the fray basically and the music video for this song is so funny (laughs) i mean he you know intentional or otherwise he built up this brilliant huge million plus instagram following um just in time for him to promote this music video right as it dropped you know but it's it's like a the music video is like a big like meme joke you know like he <laughs> he went down to uh or he says he went down to uh you know the you know the, the classic uh video houses that make like little bar mitzvah videos and they like they they green screen you on top of uh the pyramids in egypt or whatever like those things he he like went and make his made his music video with one of those services you know for like two thousand dollars or something and it's so good dude but like the way he dresses has changed you know like out of nowhere he's a sneakerhead and apparently has been one this whole time and like these bright kind of purpley you know neon colors like his the whole album art is like kind of like throwback 80s type you know um oh and he did an interview on hot ones that i've talked on here before about um and really kind of revealed himself i think i guess to like a larger audience or people that have forgotten just how 
erudite he is is that how you pronounce that erudite um just smart and uh self-aware and um present and just uh just a lot of really worthwhile knowledge and uh, appreciation of a lot of different things you know like he'll talk about how he listens to some random SoundCloud rapper or whatever you know and um appreciation for all kinds of music understanding of all kinds of music but also just you know he likes shoes he likes i don't know he's just a really cool guy uh i think i I do recommend you go watch that interview on hot ones if you want to like get an idea of how cool this guy is you know a big fan but the music is just incredible incredible uh today I, i turned back on um this album that i've listened to like a hundred times probably his live album from 2007 when he was um right when his big album continuum came out which had gravity and all those uh waiting on the world to change all those albums just a searing piece of art dude like it's the best it's the highest quality live album uh it's so it it has so much going on there's like 25 songs or something uh it's you know a lot of people didn't know that he was such a guitar virtuoso, which he, you know, our greatest guitarists like um, Eric Clapton or whatever would like point to him as like one of our greatest guitarists straight up. Um, and the fact that he's he also on the side or, you know, this whole time has been touring with the Grateful Dead and they love him, they'll have him, you know, like he's just such an authentic talent and such a cool, such a cool guy, man. <laughs> So yeah, my recommendation, New Light by John Mayer, John Mayer in general, all John Mayer stuff, you know, big, big fan. Um, yeah, we're getting close to the end here, huh? How about we get an ad going? <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, I think we had an actual ad uh, last week or whatever, but well, let's keep doing them. You know, they're fun. This one I've heard, I've heard a lot of people advertising this. Um, and just in life, uh, the past couple weeks, um, I've even heard it on like the regular radio and stuff <laughs> and like, uh, Sirius XM and stuff. It's so funny. Cause this is all these ads I ever read are serious, like podcast ads. Like I've only heard podcasters ever advertise them. They're like, you know, in the podcast pocket. So when I actually heard a real dude with like, um, actual voiceover and like, ad reading training like a professional dude read it it felt like weird it felt like not as good weirdly i don't know i'm used to hearing tom segura and mark Marin and bill burr definitely bill burr this is a bill burr classic right here all right zip recruiter everybody what if hiring could be easy more streamlined and less time consuming so even when you're busy you can still be smart about who you hire with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards with just one click, so you can rest easy knowing your job is being seen by the right candidates. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work actively, notifying quality. Alright, sorry. No, no cuts. This is in the clouds after all. Uh, notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting, so you receive the best possible matches. You can even get a head start on the interview process by adding screening questions to your job posts to help identify the most qualified candidates so you don't have to waste time sorting through a stack of resumes to find the perfect fit. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates through the site in just one day. 
and the easy-to-use ZipRecruiter dashboard lets you manage your hiring process all in one place. Find out today why find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for the standard starting price of the service. That's right, no discount. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Forgot that I wrote that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yep, for the standard starting price of the service. That's right, no discount. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash clouds. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash clouds for no discount off the price. <laughs> there you go. And if you'd like a actual discount off of your ZipRecruiter product, um, uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr, B-U-R-R from Bill Burr. And I think you should be able to get a real <laughs> deal there. Uh, I'm sure it's a great product. I have not used it. Um, if I ever hire somebody, man, that'd be so funny. <laughs> hire a producer to like sort all this stuff out. No, uh, it's funny. Like whenever I think about um, like more things I could do or new projects or whatever, if I was thinking like a company, um, or I read somewhere Tim Ferriss was like outsource your. Uh, your errands and outsource your like busy work and you know hire people basically first of all I can't hire anybody uh, for obvious reasons and it would be not worthwhile for them to be an intern or whatever but also I think I, I kind of revel in having to do everything literally everything you know write produce record edit you know direct star <laughs> or whatever you know all sides of the process that's the experience you're getting you know but uh, if you yourself are in a hiring position, I'm sure you are, uh, ZipRecruiter is your go-to. Uh, okay. What else is there, guys? Oh, you know what I've been doing? Uh, we'll get out of here in a couple minutes, but I have been so awful. I have not been uh, crediting the theme song, the new theme song for Dope Clouds. Oh, no. <laughs> Hilarious that that became a habit in like three weeks <laughs> uh, dope clouds rest in peace um, for in the clouds the theme song that we started that I'm not going to be changing I really like it I think it fits you know it's it's the sound of you ascending into the clouds for <laughs> for your for your stay um, the artist is Charlie too human and the name of the song is appropriately The True Meaning of Life. And I'm going to be saying that every single week because I'm not paying for use of his product. Um, they're kind of the whole like, there's like a whole like um, world of lo-fi hip hop beat type sounding songs like that. You know, you, you see the um, on YouTube, the, the streaming 24 hours music to study to or chill to radio or whatever it's all lo-fi hip-hop that's where i got it that's where i found the song um i think they're pretty more than like any other kind of you know even more other types of music they're really cool with like fair use for other creators and stuff as long as you credit them because please credit them please go listen to this guy he's great you know so yeah charlie Two human the true meaning of life um i don't have a twitter to plug anymore dope clouds I'm going to keep the handle just for fun, but it's over. <laughs> um, oh, this is a funny thing. Uh, shout out Grace Harrison again. Um, 
the, the, the four of you that listen right now, y- you all individually uh, text me after to talk about the insane things I talked about and stuff, <laughs> which is awesome. I love it, you know. Uh, but Grace had the idea that if what if there was a Facebook group or something where you guys could all hang out <laughs> and, like, talk together. Uh, I think I'm going to read her text. I think she said something like, we can all talk about wait. <laughs> we can all say like did you guys see what robin changed the name of the podcast to do you think it sounds like marijuana to you <laughs> and then just be like a thread on a facebook page that sounds so funny to me uh so if you know we'll see we need a we need an idea for it you know but we can make it uh if you guys want whatever but yeah okay so i'm out of here uh it's been an hour uh good to be back it's fun it's like i always forget how fun it is just talking to you guys you know uh but yeah Hope you're doing well. Have a great week. Happy June. I, I had a nice productive day. Back to work on this thing and on a bunch of other things. It's fun. Uh, so yeah, uh, keep being awesome, guys, and I'll talk to you very soon. See ya.